welcome back to But Where Are You From? Oh, that was a bit lacklustre, wasn't it? So I hope you're all doing really well. I just came off the call with Ken Cheng, who is an absolute legend and the most wokest Asian man I have ever spoken to ever. He is just so emotionally intelligent, clever, funny, kind, and a really, really just nice person. He's a legend. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Ken Cheng is, he is a, a comedian, stand-up comedian. He's also a professional poker player. And in this episode, we talk about dating and it gets really juicy. So I hope you listen and enjoy. But before you do, I wanted to really, really encourage you to open up your phones, open up your laptops, go to crowdfunder.co.uk forward slash end the virus of racism. And I want you to donate whatever you can to end the virus of racism. I want this to be the episode where we see all the donations go towards this campaign and End the Virus of Racism are basically a not-for-profit looking to establish the UK's first non-profit dedicated to addressing systemic racism faced by people of East and South East Asian heritage. So I really want you to do that because as you know or may not know there's been tripling in hate crime towards our communities because of the way we're depicted in coronavirus, because of just um, increased amounts of racism. And so we really, really want to see something being done about it. And the guys at the End the Virus of Racism organisation are doing so much to campaign against this. And everyone is volunteering for this cause at the moment. And they're putting in so much effort to establish this organisation, to be able to hire people, to really, really make this into something. And it just absolutely blows my mind that there isn't a single organisation that focuses on East and Southeast Asian communities in terms of tackling racism. So before you listen to the podcast, I want you to pause me Go on to crowdfunder.co.uk forward slash end the virus of racism and then donate whatever you can and then listen to the podcast and then you can enjoy Ken Cheng guilt free. I hope that's okay for me to ask you that. Um, let me know if you do. Please drop me a message if you do decide to do that and then I can let the guys at end the virus of racism know. And then if you'd like, also send me a message and I will read it out in next week's episode. How does that sound? Thanks, guys. Enjoy the episode. We're in the infamous bedroom of Ken Chang. You've not even bothered Ooh. to close your wardrobe door. It opens. <laughs> Mine did that, but I fixed it. I think I actually well, I got I was looking for something in it earlier, so <laughs> forgot to close it. You know what? I don't care. I, I don't care. It's good. I love the fact that you don't care. And when I was doing my research on you, and I saw the uh, the Washington Post thing, did you purposefully make your bedroom look messy for this thing? Because it was no. all about your your house. No, it was all messy anyway. <laughs> I was real. I was real. Tbh. Oh, was it? I thought you were like playing up to the whole like I'm an artist no. thing, and I, no, was, this is how was, we live. It was just pretty bad. It was. It <laughs> was pretty bad, but that's just how artists live, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's how <laughs> artists who don't have many house guests live. It's like pandemic. No one's gonna mm. see my bedroom. I'm like, fuck it, just do it. Yeah, but do you not feel like when you're 
like when you're everything is messy your mind feels messy oh yeah i do but <laughs> so, not enough to ch- not enough to change it but does it help though with like your work if it's if your bedroom's messy then you you create like more chaos in your head and from chaos comes art and whatnot. no i think it i think it's not good i think it's worse it's just you're lazy that's what it yeah, is i'm i'm very lazy <laughs> I need to sort of some stuff, stuff out. I've got a monitor that I need to get rid of. See that monitor? I don't know where the best way to get rid of monitor is because if if you if you get rid of it, it it will get like it will make the land toxic because the electric mm. electrical equipment is not meant to be buried in the ground. Could you give it to a one of those exchange shops? Yeah, I could, or I could try that. It doesn't I, work though. It doesn't work, so I don't oh. know what. what I don't know. When I, I lived in London, I just yeah. used to leave stuff on the outs, like that's just outside not, my house. That's bad. <laughs> yeah, but people will take it. It's, it's upcycling. Yeah, but it's a broken <laughs> monitor. Yeah, they can, pro- they can fix it. They'll probably throw it away, and then then you've got the same problem. Well, it's not your issue anymore, though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. I'm joking. I'm, I'm joking. Sure, sure, sure. sure. We're good. It's, it's good this isn't going out to the public, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Not decided. Might do. Might not do. Now I'm all for sustainability. I'm all for ethical recycling. Um, I don't know the answers to be honest, Ken. That's I'm not. Okay. I wasn't expecting you to, because um, Google didn't know the answer. So. Oh really? Did you Did you Google what to do with broken tech? Yeah, but didn't seem to have many options. I don't think we're very good at that stuff in the UK. No, I don't think we are either. Is there no charity or like some kind of organisation to? Maybe. Help with um, broken tech and doing something with it. Maybe. Must be. Must be. How far did you Google? Uh, I don't know, quite extensively. I'll have another look, but mm. maybe a computer shop will take it. Yeah, maybe they will. Let's stop talking about your second screen now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. That's ex- what we want to cover. The ex- big issues of today big issues of today which are what are the big issues of today Ken um of literally today there there are none I've I've done very little today I thought you meant like (laughs) like in our society (laughs) like yeah no yeah I did mean that um clearly recycling a computer is the the big issue ah okay my my big issue of the day was my eyeliner was running like you know, Chinese eyes when it just it goes into like the fold there right okay and I was in yeah. the office all day so I was just walking around with like half my eyeliner off that's my big issue I've never experienced that but I've never worn eyeliner so you're such, such so privileged to not experience that yeah I do have male privilege I'll accept that <laughs> I'll put my hand up and say you know what I have male privilege I'm really glad that you acknowledge and accept that because a lot of people don't a lot of men Do don't not? accept that no you hang out with the wrong men clearly and a lot of men don't even like wouldn't even have that conversation or know what privilege means yeah again you hang out with the wrong men where do you meet these men clearly down dark alleyways <laughs> or something i don't so know problematic guys that's that's you all over <laughs> ken welcome to but where are you from Thanks for having me. It's exciting, exciting to be here. I'm actually really surprised that you firstly replied to my DM, and also <laughs> because you're an influential figure, 
and mm. also that you wanted to come on the podcast too. Clearly, <laughs> things are quieter for you at the moment with COVID. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not as influential or as successful as <laughs> one might think. <laughs> no, but you are though, because like you're on TV and you're everywhere. Yeah. You've got Twitter followers, you're verified. I've got Twitter followers, yeah. I've got Blue Tick, sure. Yeah. They're all signifiers of some kind of success. But my life isn't that busy. It's not that busy in general. But what it, was it before lockdown then, in terms of your Not that career? busy. Not that busy. Um, mm. I had stuff coming through. I was. It's a, it was a decent position to be in, but mm. it wasn't like, oh, I've got work all the time. I can mm. only... I can't do all these podcasts... <laughs> in reality I, I will just do the podcast I'll just say yes to everything to be honest uh, oh everything oh I felt special for a minute but clearly <laughs> I not. have said yes to every podcast request I've had so have far you? in COVID so why? why because why not it's just the conversation isn't it it takes mm. no effort it takes an hour of your life it mm. doesn't really take any brain power to do this kind of thing you don't have to like <laughs> write a script yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I feel like for me, it takes up so much brain power because mm. I have to think about what I'm going to say yeah. and plan it and yeah. then do all that kind of stuff. Where I guess for you, you're just like... You're, the, yeah, you're the, you're the host, so... And you're the talent. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. say that. wouldn't so. say that. I have no responsibility for it, for how it goes. So I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I'll just say whatever I want. <laughs> and you have to worry about that. So that takes up brain power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. And how's the professional poker playing been? It's been good. Uh, yeah. Been good over the last month or so. Has been profitable. I lost a lot of money at the start of lockdown, but really? then I've turned around. Turned around. Okay, yeah. And so how do you become professional? What makes What makes the difference between you just being a gambling addict versus being <laughs> a professional poker player? Well, if, if your main... If your a large amount of your income is from poker then you're a professional if you make a decent right. amount from poker you can yeah. just say you're a professional that's yeah. that's that's the simplicity of it I guess okay alright interesting so anyone can do it so anyone can so how, how you can you can get I started couldn't. today I, today can I couldn't I can tell you why I can't because why? I genuinely believe I have dyscalculus I'm I'm honestly so bad with numbers like when I used to work at the takeaway I used to get so jumbled up with giving people change and cashing up I could never cash up at the end of the Ah. the night because I would just be like how do I make this till £120 and that's it and I'd I'd always fuck it up I don't know how I'm just not your typical Asian in in that sense did you you get that a lot did did people be like oh you're you're meant to be good maths you're Asian is that that something you got a lot yeah but I wish I was I really I really wish I had that um, stereotype because I run my own business it's a good stereotype yeah Yeah, it's it's very useful it's one of the most useful stereotypes (laughs) it is were you good at maths at school (laughs) yeah I was good I was really good at maths growing up yeah Um, yeah I I got it really quickly I think I got taught like had to do it all before I got, went to school so I was like three I could do three like, I learned how to add and subtract and multiply and divide and all that stuff and I knew all my times tables so like <laughs> when I got to school when I went to school I was like oh this is easy the first like well all of it was easy because mm. I was just so ahead of it all the other kids yeah um, did yeah. you do Kumon or anything like that the what Kumon Q- have you heard What's of Kumon Q- Kumon Q- no wait Kumon Q- 
Cue well, mine. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically like your mum would take you after school, and it's this like learning centre. Oh to no, help. I never did that. Oh, did you go to private school or public school? No, I went to state school. Yeah, you went to state school. State school. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Pu- private and public are the same thing. State. Yeah. Here, public. here, here. Yeah, public is like even more private. <laughs> Public is more private, so confusing. It's even more... It's even... It's like super private school, isn't it? Super private school. Okay, yeah, you went to state school. Okay, so you didn't do any of those extracurricular tutoring things. Did did you go to private? No. Can you not tell by my accent? Yeah, but people in the north, they can have that accent and go to private school. No, no, listen, Ken. People in the north who go to private school do not have my accent. I know people in the north who go to... Who live in Bolton, who live in... Old, um, like yeah. Manchester, South Manchester, who don't sound like me, and I'm like, where are you from? Ah, <laughs> oh, you went to private school, didn't you? Yeah, Ultra. Yep. Yeah, I know someone who grew up in the in that place. Exactly. Ultra. Yeah, they don't sound like this. No, fair enough. But but some private schools they might they might retain their accent. Yeah, no, I'm I'm properly generalising here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll, I'll assume next time. I'll assume that you're a commoner like I'm me. A, I'm a commoner, but then you've got a really good success story because you went to Cambridge, didn't you? I did. Yes, I went to Cambridge. And were your parents maths. proud? I think they were. Yeah, I guess they were. My parents weren't that tiger, so mm. they didn't care that much. Yeah, and then what? What did they do growing growing up in UK? In, Sorry, I mean in the UK. Yeah. Don't tell me the whole life story. I just mean. Uh, what do they do now, <laughs> or what do they do? Like, do they? I, do I'm they just. Ass- I just assume every. Are you Chinese, by the way? Yeah. I just assume every second generation Chinese person, their family owned restaurants or takeaways. No, not mine. Not mine. Did they not? Yours did, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Classic. My, 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 mine were both ac- academic kind of people. I think they oh. both came over for uni. Yeah. So they were like twenty in the early twenties kind mm. of thing. Um, my dad did like computer science at uni. Wow, at Man- Manchester actually. Nice. And he is like some kind of like he's in some kind of tech company. Yeah, I don't know what they do. My mum <laughs> is a interpreter. She interprets Mandarin. Oh, amazing! Amazing. Yeah. And how is your Chinese? I can't. I can't do it. I can't. Zero. <laughs> Zero. What understanding it? I used to be able to. I think I've lived away from home too long that I don't understand it anymore. Now, if I was to tell you this, do you understand what I'm saying? No, nothing. Seriously? Oh, wow. Okay, cool. What kind of uh, Chinese is that? That's Cantonese. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do Cantonese anyway. Are your parents from China? Yeah, mainland Spe- China. Mainland China, so it's Mandarin. Mandarin. So, do you, so, so if I said to you Mandarin, uh, what do means uh, Vivian? I mean, I can work out from the context what you mean. <laughs> I, like, I, I didn't know what to what level. I, 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 can, I can hear Vivian, so I'm like, you're probably saying what your name is. <laughs> but I can I understand what. <laughs> oh. I can understand some random words. Right, yeah. yeah. And do, do you find it annoying then when people ask you, like, oh, can you speak Chinese? And you're like, no, I can't, fuck off. It's not annoying, but <laughs> it, it is disappointing for them, I guess. <laughs> And and for your what about for your family? Are they like like family that you speak to or any relative that you speak to? Mm, they kinda try to get me to my mum tried to get me to learn Chinese. I knew Chinese up to the age of like three or something. 
Mm. Well, well, I started with Chinese, and then I went to school. Yeah. And I just learned English because all my friends were English, and yeah. I just phased mm. out Chinese. This is the thing, isn't it? Because like I think they expect us to retain as much as our. Uh, motherland heritage but it's like well you fucking moved over here and you expect me to like be really yeah. good at Cantonese and I can't be because all my friends are fucking Warringtonians who are white yeah. and can't Warringtonians Warringtonians yeah that's great 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 name it's what, it's what we call us what we call us yeah um, so okay we're going to be talking about dating today because ooh big topic it is Huge. a big topic I love I love talking about dating and I really wanted to get you on because I wanted to hear about dating from a guy's perspective get some of your advice to help me in my dating world because I am clueless when it comes to what Are I you? want I think okay. I can I think, like, I always, like, have the bravado of, like, oh, I know what I want, but clearly if I did, like, <laughs> I wouldn't be single at the age of 29. Um, I don't know. I have, a lot of people are single at the age of 29. Yeah, no, that's think, true. That's true. I think these days it's even harder. To, relationships is going out, you know, it's, it's out of favour these days. It is out of favour. And I do, because we just compromise between much as women, I think, and I don't want to... Set, yeah. settle for anything less mm, I think, that's what I tell myself anyway yeah don't settle historically no. that's why relationships work because one party settled and often often yeah. it was the woman yeah exactly exactly we're sold off yeah given away yeah. Um, now you have power you're all women are empowered and they can choose exactly exactly that's so true um, so we're going to play a game called oh, yeah. How Asian Are You? Dating Good. Edition. How Asian are you? Dating Edition! We need to, <laughs> we need to get that updated so I can nice. like, yeah. So yeah. That's Who made that? My ex-boyfriend, actually. <laughs> I mean, my who did, the vo- did you do the voice? No, no, no! It was, it was my ex-boyfriend and his new girlfriend. He's he's really what? nice. Yeah, Wait, yeah. What? <laughs> my ex- ex-boyfriend and his new girlfriend. Made she's a musician week. as well. Yeah. So he's a musician. She's a musician. They yeah. found each other on a cruise ship. They're now together and they just make sweet, sweet music together. And you just messaged me like, "Hey, can you, you know, make a make a thing for me?" God, I think he offered, you know, and uh. then yeah, he offered. He did the theme theme tune and then he did this. How I do you know you thing? But he just he. It's just happy to to help. Like we were together for like two good. years, and he's like part of the fam. Really nice. So that's good. Good terms. It is nice. Still doing little bits of work for each other. That's always what you want for an yeah. ex. Yeah, I know exactly. It's nice to end it on good terms. He's the only one that I am like that with. <laughs> so first question. So basically, this game, how Asian are you? It, you basically get a point for every question that you can answer yes to. And this yes. determines out of uh, one, how many questions? One, two, three, four. I've got four questions. Four questions here. Okay. If you get four out of four, you're extremely Asian. If cool. You're, if you, you get, you get the gist, don't you? Yeah, I got, I got, I got it. Yeah, maths is my strong suit. <laughs> I can't even count all the questions. Yeah. Right. First question: Have your family ever tried to set you up, set you up with an Asian person? No. No. Oh, really? Yeah. That's uh, not not in any official way. Don't think so. Not even in a like a oh I know this nice girl. No, thing. no. But I've never. I have quite a strange relationship with my parents, and we don't really talk about that kind of thing. 
So like, that, if, in that in that sense, it kind of is like Asian yeah. the other way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like completely like let's not talk about any emotion yeah, or anything. Yeah, like that. None, never talk about that. Really? See, yeah. me, I'm quite like liberal with my mum. Uh, like, oh, she, are you? Yeah, like she, she, we will talk. I don't necessarily bring up my dating life. Um, but she has listened to the podcast, which is problematic mm. in itself. <laughs> but um, but yeah, she, we're quite happy to talk about like um, relationships oh, okay. and like her past relationships and what it was like being with my dad. And right. she has kind of inadvertently set me up with someone just by working with um, this guy that like might end up being my boyfriend, a Chinese guy actually. Oh yeah. Um, but she didn't set me up. It was more so like I noticed him because she was working with him and stuff. And oh right, I, okay. Yeah, and then okay. I. And it slid into his DMs, the Facebook DMs back in the wow, day. Wow, is that your is that your move? The Do you know DM what? Slide. It kind of is because I feel like I barely get approached. Like I don't have many people messaging me, so I'm like, I'm just gonna take this and do something about it if I like someone I'm just gonna like right okay it's good it's good focus on you they've never set me up in an official capacity right but yeah. sort of but sort of so so no for you so you don't get the point with yeah. that so let's put zero next to that have you ever been told that you need to settle settle down and find a nice wife is that kind of the same question no no I haven't you haven't again same same issue you know not even by like. Do oh, you have relatives? By anyone? By, oh, anyone? by, relati- by, yeah. by, by Chinese relatives? No, right. I haven't. No. I'm quite disconnected from all my Chinese relatives, really. Mm. Okay, fair but enough. But no, I don't think they have. Yeah, how old are you, Ken? If you don't mind 31. Me 31. 31. I wonder whether it's because you're a guy. Maybe. Well. Yeah, I think so, because there's mm. less pressure mm. in Chinese culture around that. Yeah. Whereas with women, like, you've got to have babies by the time you're fucking yeah. 30. Great, yeah. that gives me, uh, what, August, and February, until February next year. Wow. Baby. Wow, mm-hmm. that's, and, uh, you know, got to get going. Where are we going to find the mother, the father, the mother, the father of your child? The father of my child. Thing is, though, I said to my sister, I could just have a baby without any man. I could just do it myself. And she's like, yeah, but do you want to, though? And I was like, no, I don't. I don't, I don't want to do it by myself. Mm. Well, there we go. We've got, we've got to find you someone. We do. Have you ever been in an interracial relationship? Yes, I have. Yes. You are in one now, aren't you? I am. In a I am. Indeed. With a white woman. With a white woman. I am letting the side down by dating a white person. No, you're not. You're not. Has, <laughs> is, this, is this the first interracial relationship? Or it's first relationship. First relationship, full stop. First official relationship, yeah. Wow, amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. How it's, did gone this... all, it's all going well, you know. How did it's this actually come very about? recent. It happened, started in lockdown. I... Right. Met her just before lockdown, but I did the DM slide, the Facebook DM slide, oh. just before lockdown started, and we started talking uh-huh. for every like, and it just we started talking like all the time, every day. Oh. Yeah, we talked every day since then. Yeah. And yeah, just uh, after a few months, we met up, and we just became, and then so after that, we became boyfriend and girlfriend, and yeah, it's pretty mad. That's amazing. That especially, so you've definitely broken lockdown rules. So 
<laughs> at some point. Ooh, not gonna, <laughs> not gonna. Can neither confirm or deny. I think there's, you know, there's some rules about bubbling and stuff like that. What, what's the? Oh yeah, yeah, bubbling? yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. it's all. Yeah, you can't <laughs> prove anything. You can't prove anything. I haven't given you enough details to prove that we have no, broken lockdown rules. Yeah, that's true. We can just assume. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going well. So that's amazing. So first relationship. Okay. Great. So first interracial relationship. So we can say yes. Yeah. So you get you get one point so far. One point. Mm-hmm. Is it is it more Asian to have an interracial relationship than a non-interracial one? Oh, wait. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a really good point. Probably not. I don't know. It doesn't doesn't really. I was trying to think of like dating questions. So yeah, no, it's good. It's good. I, I, let's roll with no, it. Can, you know? No, it's good for you to criticize my work because <laughs> otherwise I'm never going to be able to improve. And clearly, this is a flawed question. I think it's quite Asian to only date Asian people. That's quite it, Asian. Right, yeah. Sorry. The question was then, have you ever dated an Asian person? I've dated an Asian person. I've not been in a relationship with an Asian person. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good enough. I mean, we can, you can get a point then. Okay, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. So you get two points, I think. Two right? points? No, no, you get one point to replace that question. <laughs> yeah. Can you, see, can you see my discalculus coming in now where I'm getting yeah. confused with numbers? Yep. And we're working Real with ones and twos. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're always bad at maths. We bad at maths at, like, from an early age. Yes. Terrible. Terrible. Always had a tutor. Always had, like, help, like, extra help. Set. I was in set four out of, um, like, six sets, and, like, six being the worst. Okay. Um, I think it was just, like, a confidence, to be honest. Like, obviously, yeah. with my job, I have to do a lot of, like, financing stuff behind the scenes. It just takes me a bit longer to get it. Yeah. Um, no, that makes sense. So I'm definitely way more like I don't know about you because you're probably more. Do you reckon you're more creative or more like logical minded, or do you think you're like logical probably? Logical and creative. But, but I'm, yeah, probably more logical. I don't okay. know, but I'm also quite creative because I do stand up comedy. So it's maybe both. You're, you're divergent. Maybe yeah, maybe you kind of divergent. <laughs> yeah, I'm equal. I'm equal. Are you? Oh, that's such a skill, though, isn't it? To have both. Yeah. I'm probably more logical, but I, I can mm. do both. I was always good at creative writing. What about things like art? Oh, I used to be able to draw. I'm, yeah. not that, I'm not that good at that anymore. I'm not good at music, but what else? What are the other creative things you can do? I have quite a creative imab- imagination, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, art, music, um, writing. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of any more. Yeah. Well, yeah, to do to do a creative, to be in a creative field, I have to probably have a lot of creativity, but mm. I also have a very logical brain. Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm jealous. I'm very jealous. Can't have all, though, can we? Eh? Yeah. Well, I, I clearly do. <laughs> you can. Clearly. Clearly, clearly you I do. You can. Clearly you can. <laughs> clearly I can and I do, so... Um, last question. Were you on any Asian dating apps? Well, do you count Hinge? Because Hinge is so full of Asians. Is it? Do you, do you think? <laughs> it's, it's got so many Asians. As I think Hinge like, is the most East Asian one. Not not like... They don't brand it as like... No, they Asian don't. One. They don't. But I think most... I think it's got way more East Asians than 
than any other. That's so interesting. I think that's probably where you live, though, because in Warrington, there's fucking not. <laughs> there's I not. think it hasn't really taken off in, in outside of London, I think. Oh, well, there's there's certainly a wide breadth of people still around the northwest, but I right. think... But in terms of, like, I've had to, like, widen my, my old right, thing. okay. To find well, more, like, diversity. So Hinge, Hinge has this setting where you can set by race... Deal, and you can put it as a deal breaker. Yeah. So that's but loads of East Asians. Every time if I go on Hinge, well, I, I don't, I understood obviously, but <laughs> obviously, obviously, still, obviously. But it used to be a thing where it would go, oh, you should match with this person. It will always be an East Asian person, and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. So it knows, it knows. But there'll be quite a lot, and I think just before I stopped using it, mm. maybe the, out of the 20, 20 previous matches I had, about mm. eighteen were East Asian. So, Whoa, no way. But that's to do with also who matches with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Yeah, of course. Mine's like a good mixture, I think. Mm, Recently, okay. I've been getting more East, East and Southeast Asian people. Okay. And I don't know whether it's like... I feel... I, I've tried that setting as well, which Did I don't you? know... Do I don't know whether you think it's like a bit unethical because... You know, from a person of color perspective, like say if you wanted to date within your race, yeah, obviously that's perfectly acceptable. Yeah, but in terms then... of your if you're a white person <laughs> looking for if you've got a, like Asian fetish or yeah. whatnot, then that's yeah, when it gets dodgy. a bit weird, doesn't it? Bit dodgy. I just don't know how I feel about that from that perspective. That I don't. don't how know. many people with Asian fetishes have you come across? Oh. Oh yeah, quite a few. Yeah, quite a few. And it's so funny because a lot of them just deny it as well. Like if you call yeah. them out on it, they're just like, "No, I just, I just like, I just think you're pretty, and I like Asian features and blah blah blah." And but then if you look at all their other oh, girlfriends, yeah. they're all Asian. <laughs> I, I, I just asked that beforehand though. I, I always um, if they're it. if Go they're on. not Asian, I'll say, "How many Asian girls have you, have you dated an Asian girl before?" Yeah. And I gauge their answer. And if they say, oh, well, my ex was Asian, the one before that was Asian, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, goodbye, see you later. <laughs> but what if they're a great person? What if that's, no. what if that is just the one quality they have, but they're no. also, the rest of it is a great person? No, I don't care, I can. Because <laughs> the more that, like, they, they will, all, they have looked at me initially as yes. someone who is Asian. They've identified mm. me in that, from that perspective. And so they yeah. will always view me with a bit of a skewed perception. Like, yeah. I, and I don't. I, I never want to play up to any stereotype or any type of cliche or in, yes. in any way. So, like, it just wouldn't. It just wouldn't work, and it fucking just freaks me out. It'll just give me the yeah, no, it's, straight it's away. Weird. Have you had that? Oh yeah, no, but it's very rare with women. But mm. I've, maybe like two or three have have like they've been abroad in lived in Hong Kong for four years. They had a Hong Kong boyfriend for like. Or two or three of them, and then they're yeah. just yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. It does happen. And then, how do you feel? Are you bothered or? Yeah, it's a bit weird. It's a bit weird, yeah. especially if they're very. The women, I've talked to are very direct about it as well. Really. Yeah, they're like you know they 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 they're just happy to admit they have an Asian fetish. Really. <laughs> Almost like it's a compliment. Like... Yeah, it's not much of a compliment. Because it's like, <laughs> but also you know what? If I'm lonely, I'll take it. <laughs> That's the thing. There's that. It's not? less. It's very rare. Mm. No, I don't think I have ever hooked up with one. I think yeah, I don't think I did hook up with any of them. Yeah, 
I think I've made the mistake of dating a few. And then finding out later, and then you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, and not realising. Trapped. Trapped. Yeah. But, yeah, it's not worked out well. So you you are not on... You have been on... No, what about... No, I haven't. I've never been on any actual specific ones. Okay, so have you heard of Tantan? No. What's that? It's a date... Tantan, it's a Chinese dating app. That's where you get the Asian fetish weirdos. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's predominantly Chinese, or sorry, South and East Asian people as well, so a whole plethora mm. of Asian. Is I've never heard of it. I don't I know why it's... they aren't advertising to me. <laughs> this is target market right here. Not anymore, but it was. <laughs> They're idiots. If they haven't picked that up on my algorithms, then... <laughs> I know. I don't know whether it's quite niche. Um, Sounds niche. Tantan. Tantan, yeah. And it's like the logo is like a fox. It's really big. A fox? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what that's playing on. But, um, so yeah, so there's like, so they're predominantly like Asian people. So I get a point for that and you don't get a point for that. No. How long did you use that for? I'm still on it now. Like I've got a Mm. whole folder of dating apps. Folder. (laughs) Yeah. Binders full of men. (laughs) Um, yeah, so I'm still on it now, but to be honest, like I've never actually had a genuine, like a real interaction with anyone on there because it's so little. The the pool is not great. Okay, yeah, yeah it's not taken off. No, it's not taken. Damn. Off. It Damn. has to be a numbers game, doesn't it, with dating apps? Yeah, yeah, it does. When was the first time you started using dating apps? Well, so actually, like on and off, like obviously, I've, I've been like. S- five relationships and wow. the first Whoa, serial serial relationship person yeah so from like 17 to 19 years old and then like jumps in straight in, into another relationship that was a mistake from like 19 to 20 and then had a break for a while then like 22 to 23 then had a break then like 24 to 26 then had a break then 28 to 29 wow okay yeah. so quite a lot of your years have taken up with relationships yeah so I've, this is probably one of the longest times that I've been single for and then it's so in between that time I have done mm. online dating yeah. um, which has largely been a positive experience but then there's definitely so many stories as well like right what about you so how so we're gonna go straight into the questions then yeah you, you yeah. got one point out of four by the way yeah and I'm not that Asian I've quite What's a unique that? experience. As a percentage? 20, tw- 25. 25%. 25%? 25%? That's quite high. <laughs> In what world is 25% high? Well, that's a big chunk. Like, it's like a quarter. Yeah, that is a quarter. This is one divided by four. <laughs> <laughs> that, is how, that is how percentages work. <laughs> yeah, I got one out of four. <laughs> so, We've covered yeah. fractions. <laughs> yes. Learned something today. I mean, it's 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 as high as one out of four. Yeah, which is not bad. Like, it's... no, it's low. That's not low in your head. That's three quarters is not there. If you got one out of four, if you got like twenty five percent of your exams, what kind of Asian are you? If you think one out of four is high, yeah, that's true. Anything but hundred percent is is high. Is low. Okay, yeah, but to be fair, those questions weren't really, like, they were quite no. specific. Yeah. So it doesn't give us a full depiction of how Asian you really are. I think I'm not that Asian, that's what I'm saying. What percentage would you give yourself? No. 30. 
Maybe less. That's not bad. <laughs> Again. <laughs> yeah, but like most people. I'd say you're quite, probably more, more than half Asian. Do you reckon? Yeah. Like at least, well, there's a test that you can do, but I think I, I no, I think I'm around 40%. Okay. I can't write it. I can't read but it. you can speak it. Barely. Like I can speak it. It sounds like I can speak it because you don't understand it. So I can just be saying like anything to you. Oh yeah, you could. But that, that's quite so, offensive to just say gibberish <laughs> and pretend it's it's Cantonese. That's quite offensive, I'd say. <laughs> to, to who? To you? <laughs> no, to, to, to the listeners. <laughs> oh, to the listeners. No, I know. But yeah, okay, yeah. But no, so I can speak it a tiny, tiny bit. But like a lot of Chinese people say my tone is terrible. Okay, okay, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. Maybe you're only a bit more Asian than me then. Okay, I'm, uh, yeah, yes, I've got that over you. I can't do maths, but at least I'm a bit more Asian than yeah. you. Yes. Before you got a girlfriend, how was your dating life being single? Whew. Oh boy, how do I describe <laughs> that? That's a big question. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like it. Didn't like it. Mm. Didn't like dating. Um, I didn't like the apps that much. I was quite... I was on and off the apps um, just because I, they would be quite demotivating to use the mm. dates were never that fun really yeah because uh, well maybe you're just matching with the wrong type like really boring Probably. people there was well, there we go i i match with a lot of pe- people who are i think london dating is especially a bad place today i think london that's interesting i think the vibe of people in london they're too unhappy this is my this is my overwhelming hot take okay. that people in London they're too unhappy to date mm. they're too busy and it's, their mind is elsewhere they're coming in from work and yeah. it's really horrible the commute is horrible everything's horrible <laughs> everything's and horrible and they're just it, it seeps into the date and I think people are just a bit people are also a bit more guarded in a place like London I think so mm. you never really spot you know sets yeah off. yeah i think i think that my experience of dating in london was quite similar where everyone was very mm. non-committal and people are also like very nomadic in london like you don't know how yes. long they're going to be there for too yeah and so like you can never really commit to no, no anything one wants that. no one wants yeah. to commit it's also such a big city people think you know what i i could have loads of dates so why why is this one any different mm. and one thing is that Oh yeah, when you ask them about their life, they just sound miserable because they don't enjoy their life. <laughs> or you, or you, you ask them about their life, and they're like, oh yeah, we just, I, it's just about work. And then you, they, you talk about, you exchange details about each other's lives, but yeah. I think they are quite miserable about their life, so they don't oh, yeah. want to share it that much. Do you feel like you're the same then? Because obviously you live in London, and well, at least my. When I was dating, I would talk about comedy and stuff, and I'd talk about mm. my life. My life. I'm. I'm not as. I wasn't as time poor as the people I was date on going dates with. I think that's quite important. That everyone feels right. a bit time poor, so they mm. they kind of put a lot of pressure on the date to be like yes. wait, worth their time. But then, in that sense, they they they're too. There's too much pressure. Maybe. Yeah. I know. I think that. I think that's a general theme. I think especially. I know when I go into a date, like as, as a woman, you think, "Oh my god, they could be yeah. the one." And then when you meet someone, you're like, "Oh fuck, you're not gonna be the one." I know you're not. And then you completely just like zone out, yeah. like literally just like check out of the date. 
Whereas, yeah. like, actually, if you go into a date just uh, enjoying it and just yeah. getting to know Take someone, where it is, yeah, yeah, exactly, and just become friends with that person, like, you still get, you can still get something out of it. But yeah, I've, oh God, I've been on some terrible dates where I've wanted to run as soon as I've like locked eyes with them straight away. <laughs> That's the problem. That's the problem. But yeah, I think. Everyone wants the spark to be, be instant, but sometimes it takes time. And it oh takes... no! Do you, do you think? Oh no! So right. So I'm one of those where like I need that spark. Mmm. Well, like, the spark is always good. Well, well, the spark can be misleading. It could be just a a thing that you a first impression that isn't real, or it could be yeah, yeah, a yeah. chemical thing that isn't real, and you could end up in the relationship because of a spark, which is not good for you. So it it happens both ways. Like, yeah, and I've had that as well. Like um, yeah. with being in a bad relationship, there was a spark, but it was yeah. completely the wrong type of spark. Mm. Well, that's the thing. Bad relationships only persist because of that initial spark. Mm. No one gets into a bad relationship. There's no no spark at all. Yeah. But that spark is enough to keep you going. And then once you're in the relationship, you can't be bothered to get out of it. It's it's too too much to. It's too much conflict to exit it. You, you maybe think, oh, turn around. And now you're stuck because Ooh. of the spark. <laughs> ah, that was me for 11 months. That's a lot of my friends, a lot of people I know have, have had that exact experience. Mm, yeah, and it, yeah, it's awful. But then like, so I've been trying to recently meet people and just not focus on that element. Yeah because I know that's where I've gone wrong before and mm. just trying to get to know them and who they really are as a person. Um, yeah. Which, well, is I've only trialled it with one date so far. Is it, does it work? It did, but then he rejected me in the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's not great either, but... <laughs> Maybe you should tell him to give you more of a chance. Yeah. <laughs> what so, chance? Just be like, no, I know there's no spot, but give it time. <laughs> In a few years' time, you'll think, wow, I made the right choice. But, yeah, I think, like, there has to be something there, though. Like, you have to you yeah. have to want to, like, kiss them. Like, the very basic level, just, have like, you never, kiss them. Have you never completely changed your mind about someone, though, over time? Like, no. a friend or someone where you're like, oh, I actually, wait, I'm attracted to this friend now. No, never. Have you? Oh. Maybe. Mm. With a friend. I know, I've, yeah. Huh? With yeah, a friend. I th- yeah. Yeah, I think so. I've yeah. had, probably not that often, but I know people who've had that, so. Yeah, same, and I'd love to be in that position, but I don't have any yeah, don't guy know. friends like that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That are single, and yeah. also, like, that you've got that kind of, like, it could progress into. I don't have any friends like that as well. So clearly my circle of people just needs to be widened you just gotta that's it you just gotta meet yeah. as many people as you can because it is a numbers game because the chance of someone connecting you on all the right levels is is very low like I said <laughs> earlier like I said earlier it only marriage only was so popular back then because people yeah. were settling for any kind of human interaction but yeah, now yeah, yeah. but now we realise actually we need more than that we don't want to get into a marriage and then get divorced after ten years when we realise mm. this is this is awful. Um, yeah. yeah, you're right. So we gotta we gotta just this is a pure numbers game. So, so what, what do you think my percentage chance is then of finding someone? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> give of it that me, way. Ken, give me a percentage that, number. One, maths can't do that for you. <laughs> <laughs> maths and, is unable to do that for you. <laughs> I need I need some number so I just have that data to go off so. 
<laughs> I will not Just say listen. a number. I will not. I will not hold myself to a number. That that is. Well, I didn't think I'd end up in a relationship for a while, but then I just met the right person. So. But how and how did you know that that, that this person was the right person then? Uh, we just started talking, and it turned out we could talk for like six hours at a time. So. Oh. But that's the key. If you can talk about anything yeah with each other then that can last the whole relationship if you if you can yeah. have a conversation where yeah. the conversation could always branch off into a new conversation then you'll never run out of conversation and yeah, yeah, have, yeah. and that is quite rare with people it's it is. Hard, especially on first dates yeah, yeah yeah but that's I think that's because people's guard is up I think people are probably more able to do that if their guard wasn't up yeah but in general it is still very rare um, yeah but yeah, if you find someone you can talk about anything with, then you're suddenly, you're yeah. suddenly that's that's a relationship. It's the best that's feeling. Yeah. It's the best feeling, isn't it? When like you you look back on that date and you're like, what the fuck did we just talk about for yeah. six hours? It's yeah. true, and yes, I'm just thinking of that person now, and I'm like, oh, I had that with that person, Which and person? they rejected me. What, um, what someone, the most recent one. <laughs> <laughs> they might be listening to the podcast. Oh, okay. So, well, maybe yeah. they'll change their mind after they hear my wisdom. <laughs> Look, random guy who dated Viv. You're not going to get any better than that if the <laughs> date was that good. You're going to realise after ten more dates with other people, you're not going to get any better than that. Take it. <laughs> Just take it. Just take, take it. it. Yeah, I know. I, th- that's, yeah. That's a, I think that's one thing that you, you definitely need is just being able to conversate over yeah. absolute crap yeah and, and laugh and laugh, and laugh at each other yes it's yeah. so important it's so because I, I realized like i've dated people before who were so fucking serious and i'm like what was <laughs> i doing like like that wasn't fun it just wasn't fun yeah yeah you need fun mm, life is yeah. just it, you just need fun to get through it yeah otherwise you're like you, having a business partner <laughs> i know exactly like doing the most mundane stuff together and it can still be fun i think that's really, yeah. like finding your best mate basically like i want to yeah, find the that's, equivalent that's of why best friend. yeah that's what a relationship needs to be yeah oh i love that i love that and it's going yeah. strong five months is a, considering like you said you've never been in a serious relationship before yeah. five months is a very long time to commit to someone from being completely single or not com- completely single, to committed relationship yeah that's cool. Yeah, we, we we went straight into it. We just we're in it. We're in it now. You're in it now. So are they are they in the stage of like if you you don't have to share this, but if they're like move, moving in or like what's the have you talked about marriage? We've children. We talk about marriage. We talk about marriage. We talk about that stuff. Yeah, all of it. Yeah, we we, we can. We, that's the, another thing. You you have to be able to be honest with that mm. person. And yeah, ultimately, there's no reason not to be honest with no, anyone with anyone yeah. in the world unless. And like, mm. unless they're dangerous, but it, <laughs> in most people, most people like there's almost nothing to lose by being honest. So this kind of guardedness is, is uh, sure for women. I think safety is more more yeah. a priority. Yeah. But Again. often, yeah. often, but often, like you can just be more honest on a date than I think. That's the thing. Like I don't get why like people say like, oh, don't bring up talking about marriage on the first date. Yeah. Don't bring up. Nah, it's like just, fuck that. Yeah, just like, go for it. Why? Like some people stay in relationships for ages and then find out that their, their um, partner doesn't want kids and you're yeah. like or whatever and you do and then you've wasted all that time when you could have had that conversation up front yeah I'm so I'm all about finding out as much as I can yeah I same person. I think that makes a good de- first date and mm. I think the kind of pretending to be like keeping stuff back is all part of like first of all like making it 
putting a certain perception of how you want to be, which is mm. not who you are long term. So yeah. if you're trying to have a long term relationship, then you mm. should show what you are long term. Yeah, it's hard though, isn't it? When you when yeah. you're putting yourself out there initially, yeah, it's hard. Like because you, you want to put your best self forward, mm. don't you? Yeah, it's a risk. It is a risk, but it looks like it's paid off. Yeah, yeah, which is I think, good. I think the honesty started very early, and then yeah, yeah, just went from there. Oh my god, I'm so happy for you. So Thanks. I'm so so sad for me. <laughs> You'll get there. <laughs> have With you my ha- dating tips? <laughs> I haven't even got to that yet. So, have you had any horrendous dating stories? Like, Ooh. I'm trying to think of horrendous ones. Or just rem- any funny ones or any ones that you were like... Oh, they've been so boring. That's the problem <sighs> with my dates. I, the three mm. dates I went on before lock, before my relationship mm. were all with women, all Chinese women who all worked in finance. They all had the same, basically wow. the same kind of job. Ugh. And people in finance I mean, like, are just boring. <laughs> <laughs> I guess for you, because you, if, if you are so like creative and stuff you need someone yeah. who can just has that element to them yeah I've dated a finance person I've dated a yeah. few they are boring they're boring <laughs> it's not worth the money is it no so did you feel like you were driving the conversation no I think oh. some some were okay I don't know they just just have a very different life to me mm. and they have different priorities and different values and mm. but like being a stand-up comedian is a very specific thing not many people have that life mm. and live yeah it's just uh, and someone who's more towards the corporate side yeah has very different day to day worries and yeah ways of looking at the world yeah yeah they're not gonna get that, that type of it's so different that lifestyle they're yeah. just not gonna be able to get it yeah so do you <laughs> feel like um, as a comedian or someone in the public eye ha- has it been uh, difficult dating in that pers- like have you ever had someone recognise you or I've never, I'm not that famous I don't think I've had people yeah. who've seen my shows and want to date me I guess that's yeah because yeah I've seen I've had fans I guess <laughs> and how do you feel about that I mean it's fine I mean I I started doing comedy to be more visible for women to people. for women yeah oh really that's one of the motivators one motivator yeah I think uh, yeah yeah I think I noticed quite early on that yeah yeah being a comedian would like make you more attractive but also make more confident and stuff like that mm, yeah yeah definitely I think it does because like it shows that you're putting yourself out yeah. there in that way yeah you've got more to offer than yeah. just your ravishing good looks as well yeah <laughs> <laughs> so sure, yeah. so you never had it when like um, a person pretends not to know you or something like no I don't think so mm. I don't think they have Unless you've just been fooled and you just completely yeah, gullible. maybe maybe they never knew me. Maybe they just completely they always knew me and then I I never worked that out. I don't know why they would pretend that. Because because then they don't, they want to seem cool and like they want to seem like oh yeah oh you do comedy no I've never heard of you in my life do you know like do you know what I mean? I uh, I've never had someone play those kind of games in a day, but uh, okay. Would you do, would you do that if you were like oh I... no no I tell them but I, no I tell them and anyway I've never been in that situation to date someone in the public eye you should date someone so, in the public eye great stuff recommend I, I just don't think 
No, because, well, I don't think you should set out a goal to date someone no, in the public shouldn't. eye. <laughs> you shouldn't, but you should just do that anyway. It's a very niche goal. But we were talking, weren't we, on Instagram about how I need to get myself a sugar daddy. Or sort of, what's it called? What did you call it? A fin-dom. Fin-dom. <laughs> a fin-dom thing. My fr- my, one of my friends has one of those setups. It's really weird. But right. pays so the how, bills. So how does it work with them? No, it's just like a guy that she met who wants to wants to give her money and gets off on that does she you don't have to disclose but does she do anything in exchange for that nothing that bad <laughs> sending nudes or no nudes I don't think what uh, even, even not even nudes right. I think like pictures but not nudes whoa sweet deal I know, I know, it's crazy. But that's the thing, they only care about the financial domination aspect. That's their primary thing, they want to just give away their money, they have... Yeah. They have, they're really into that, so they don't even care about the nudes, really, they just want to... Yeah. Have some weird, yeah. Right, straight after this call, I am searching for a fin-dom person. Yeah, good luck. I thought you were talking about fem, femdom at first, which no. is different, isn't it? No, that's a very different thing. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I don't. How does that benefit me, like yeah, financially? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. Seems going. like a lot of effort. Hmm. <laughs> very confusing terms. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Femdom. Yeah, get yourself a femdom. <laughs> I think I think that will solve your financial problems. Maybe. So, in terms of. Um, what are for you red flags on a like for you in terms of a potential partner like, or, if, or anyone if they don't if they're not curious about certain things if they're not like if you say something and they don't really seem interested mm. like if you say yeah if you say say something and they don't seem to follow up or they don't seem to have any interest in that because I'm curious if I'm in a conversation especially on a day I try to be curious about everything they say because mm. that can lead into something like some kind of exploration of something mm. together but sometimes I'll say something about my life and they just won't they just don't seem to care yeah. and that's a bad yes. and I've noticed that a lot a lot of people aren't as curious as I am I think a lot of yeah. people aren't as curious and mm. they just I think they just have a very limited view of the world Mm. and only care about like what's kind of they know about and if they get faced with something unknown they never really know how to deal with it and I've had that like in the extreme case where I've said what I do which is I do stand-up comedy and they don't seem to have any interest which is like fine whatever but it's quite in it like I don't I'm not taking to take that personally but yeah but yeah curiosity was a big thing for me yeah and but that's what keeps conversation going, isn't it? It's curious about the other person and curious about things yeah, they know. Yeah. But sometimes people just get kind of get turned off by something they don't know. Yeah, that is that's, so that's true. That's a massive red flag for me. Oh yeah, I'm gonna add that to my list of red flags. Yeah. yeah. You get. You must get it more from guy, guys. Are probably less because guys are worse listeners. <laughs> I'd say. Yeah, guys, I'd, I'd agree with that. I'd guys, say. so like you could be talking about something, a guy who's just waiting for his turn to speak that is so true and I, I do think like I've mentioned stuff before like I'm really 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 
vocal and passionate about talking about anti-racism, talking about mm. um, how people view East and Southeast Asian people, whatever it might be, feminism, like loads yeah. of topics. And I like now my prerequisite or like what was it called when like I speak with someone if they aren't if they aren't if they aren't black usually I would ask them so what do you feel how do you feel about Black Lives Matter? Yeah, it's such. Chat. Trap. Really, really, it's not trap, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> you, trap, you trap them. You trap these, these it's white a, boys. Well, and not Asian even boys. White and, and Asian. Oh, Asian, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Anti-black racism mm. in Asians. Yeah, yeah, it's rife. Rife, rife it's, stuff. It's just terrible, and I, it's so funny how they don't get that this oppression affects them too. Yeah, it's just I think they think they're somehow separate to systemic racism, which is just. Well, they they bought into the idea of the good immigrant kind of mm. thing that they're the good ones. So they like they like the fact that white people have handed them, you're the good ones, and they kind of use that against black people who are now like pitted as the bad the bad ones. Yeah, it's not good. I um yes, just literally this week I was speaking to a Chinese guy, yeah. and I asked him that question. And then took him a whole day to respond. He's like, let me think about this. And I'm like, so what's, I think, what's there to think about? Either you do or you don't. I came back and he said, I do support the movement. However, oh no, there was a but. Yeah. I was like, just, you could have just stopped. You could have just said you support the movement. But I feel like there is racism against all races. And I was just like, okay. It's not the point. Not the point. Right. So, and I was like, do I okay this person may not totally understand what it means to like what institutional racism means may not fully understand that but am i going to wait around for him to get there no (laughs) i am not going to be there to educate him he is now a red flag he's gone yeah don't don't ever educate a date not worth it it's not Not worth it it. no so he's completely gone. good red flag to have you know what about do you have any more any more um Ooh, what else? I guess if they're not funny, that's that. That's a red flag. If they, if they're not funny, yeah. If they, if they're not funny, that's that's yeah. gone. That's yeah. gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. dating tips would you give to any guys listening to the podcast? Guys, oh, or people who identify as men. Be a better person. <laughs> <laughs> Just be better. <laughs> be a good person. Uh, no, I'll say a lot of guys. I kind of I know a few guys who who mm. struggle a lot with dating. Mm. I think they're too invested in kind of the strategy of dating and like <laughs> tricks to make yourself better at like better at dating and stuff. Not even like all the weird pickup stuff, but like even just on a base level, they think it's all about. I think they think they could they could just keep having dates and it will work out eventually and stuff. But I think. The key for guys, or guy like that, is they don't love themselves. I think a lot of guys who are struggling a lot with dating don't actually like themselves. <sighs> and not like in a deep way, but like on a basic way, I think they don't really, they're not really in love with themselves. And once, I think, once you are in love with yourself, once you work on yourself in that way, don't think about it in terms of like how a woman sees it. Don't think mm. of it like how I'm going to make myself more attractive to women. Think about yourself as like, a person as, as what what mm. like actual qualities you have and once you start fall in love with those qualities and other people will just naturally like those qualities if you're really proud of all the qualities you have if you actually properly love the, those 
then other people will see it too. So it's just a matter of time when you when you achieve that. Oh, I love that, and that that also applies to anyone really, not just yep. guys, yeah, but yeah, anyone. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I took a lot from that too. Yeah, I think it is true. I think a lot of people who go on loads of dates but don't really change anything by themselves, and yeah, they are unhappy about themselves, and they're looking to date to fix their unhappiness. Oh but, yeah, but actually, they have they have to like actually fix. That's what I think. Eventually, I started working on that instead of actually caring about these dates because the dates the dates can go good or bad or whatever but but if you start like if you start really valuing yourself then other people will just naturally see that I agree I 100% agree it is all about like what you exude your your own radiance yeah. and you can't have yeah. that until you start and you, to yeah, really and don't, work and on don't yourself don't try and fake it just it has yeah. to be real Hundred percent. I I think this past year for me has been quite defining in that way in terms of coming cool. out of a really toxic relationship yeah. to figuring out who I am and becoming a better and more confident and just like you know someone who knows more so what they want and isn't willing to settle yeah. at all in the slightest. Yeah. Do you have any dating tips for me? Last question. Do you have any dating tips for me as someone who is Asian? Eight. Well, not just Asian, but just like like so single, you know. Oh, right. Okay. I thought we, were, we haven't really covered the Asian aspect that much. Oh, we did that in How Asian Are You? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I meant like of, of dating as Asians. Oh, yeah, of course. But yeah, that's okay. That's okay. I thought you were going to ask that. But um, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? For you, single, I think it is just... I, well, I was single until, until this year, until, and I'm 31. Yeah. I've never been in a relationship. I've had dates. I've had one night stands or all, all that. Yeah. But I've been. I've never been. I've never had anyone who, who thought I want to get in a relationship with him or vice versa. I've never had anyone where I thought. Right. Well, I've had people. Yeah, I've had like one where it's one way, but like <laughs> <laughs> we all I've had. Have. Yeah. It's okay. We all but have. but so yeah, like I never thought it would just happen. So often it is just a case of luck. So you have to not really see it as like oh I'm single therefore no one wants me mm. it's more like, it's like it goes back to the thing like oh if you say to yourself, if you think you're great if you're, then you're like I'm single I'm great so it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't matter no. that, people, that I'm single no it doesn't matter and I'm, yeah. I'm very happy at the moment being single like I, I was saying yeah. to my I went, met up with my sister for lunch today and I was like I yeah. do really want to find someone but I could have those guys that I've dated in the past year I could have been in a relationship with every single one of them. Like yeah. they were like, "Yeah, let's go," and I was like, "Nope, bye bye." Good, good. Just, just not, just not. Yeah, I'd rather be yeah. on my own. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. If you're happy yeah. being single, that's that's when the relationship arrives. You're like, oh, "Okay, this is a bonus." Mm, I bonus, I got yeah. to the stage where I was happy, quite happy being single, and I was like, "Oh, okay," and well, I'm just going to a relationship, and that's fine. <laughs> and then you feel less pressure as well in that sense because you can go, "Well." I, I was happy being single so it's not as, you don't have to worry too much and it doesn't have to be like a be all and end all when you're starting it mm, yeah exactly you're not just like looking for that one thing to validate you it's like yeah. this will add to your life yeah rather than it being yeah. like this, the identifier of you so to yeah. speak yeah and then you have the option yeah. to say no to bad relationships which I think a lot of men yeah. who, are, who are struggling and a lot of women who are struggling don't don't mm. have don't feel like they have the option to say no to like a, a, a mediocre relationship yeah people settle mm. never ever settle never well thanks Ken 
Thank it's been you. so much fun. It's gone so quickly, and I'm yeah. sad that we have to end this conversation. Do a part two. In a, Do a part in a, two. <laughs> can I get you Next on again? I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll chat about Asian issues and dating all all, all day. <laughs> it's easy stuff. Plus, no, easy stuff. Easy stuff. I'm an expert. I'm clearly the master. <laughs> yeah, we barely even scraped the the, yeah. the surface when it comes to this. So yeah. it's been good fun. Thank you fun. for yeah coming on. Honest.